0: Hi, it's Neil here with The Tutor Podcast, talking uncommon sense about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring, teaching, and coaching business. Now, day to day, if you're working for yourself, there are problems and situations being thrown at you all the time. Stuff changes, people become difficult, and sometimes it feels like the game is rigged against you. But I have a question for you. And the question is this when is a problem not a problem now i think the answer is pretty much always and i'll i'll lean heavily here on what jack welch the former ceo of general electric called his reality check and whatever the situation is that confronts you just ask yourself what's the reality What's the reality here? It's a great question. I love that question because it doesn't blame anybody. It doesn't accuse and it doesn't presuppose anything. It just opens the box. And once you begin to unpack the reality, then everything becomes a question of perspective. Because situations are just situations and how you react to them is everything. Because more often than not, what you think of as a problem is, it's sort of malleable. You can reframe it and you notice what's good about it. And when you do that, you might find it's not really a problem at all. It's what I call a quality problem. Let me give you an example. Now, a couple of weeks ago, one of my property businesses completed on three houses on the same day. That's that's quite good. But one of the houses on completion day burst a pipe and there had been running water in the house All day long, because the tenant was out. It was a turnkey investment. What a mess. The tenant was panicking, thinking that a new landlord might go nuts. And when I got the phone call, the first thing that flashed into my mind was bloody hell. Then I paused just for a minute and went, all right, what's the reality? Why is this not a problem? What's good about this? And I realized that the reality was we just completed on three houses. That we had a burst pipe. Okay, that's an inconvenience. But that's also an opportunity dressed in working clothes. It's an opportunity for me to stand out as a landlord and a property owner. So I went out and I was on site within an hour. I was totally calm, reassured the tenant and worked at building trust with the tenant and loyalty from them. And I was able to reframe the whole situation as a test to see if I was serious about my property businesses and to see if I had the stomach to stay in the fight. But more than anything else, I saw it as an indication I'm on the right path. Completing on those three properties which are new to my portfolio is three new income streams and three families in my care. That's three great turnkey investments. Now, if i didn't have the investment portfolio of properties, I wouldn't have the problem. So the more properties I have, obviously there'll be more jobs to do. That means I've got to get better, develop efficient systems and build a team. What's good about this is it reminds me that I'm growing beyond where I thought I would be. You've got to be in that business to have that problem. And I really want to be in that business. As an adjunct to my teaching business, it just puts money in my bank while I'm asleep. That's a great problem to have, isn't it? The quality problem. Now, the very next day, I realised that the cabinet in which I keep all my keys was now going to be too small for all the keys of the growing property portfolio. And I'd have to buy a bigger cabinet. Now, I was momentarily just a little bit miffed. That meant I'd need to buy a bigger key cabinet and install it in the office and remove the old key cabinet from the kitchen, which is actually the wrong place for it because when I put it in there, I wasn't doing property. And that was an inconvenience. I couldn't change the facts, but I could change the perspective by reminding myself of the questions. And what's the reality, dude? Why is this not a problem? What's good about this? Of course, I realised it's a great problem to have. It's a real quality problem. It's feedback on results. And what it really means is that I've outgrown where I expected to be. Now that is pretty bloody cool. So it's all perspective. Facts are just facts. But they're somewhat, if not highly subjective. And the frame we view them within or through is largely a matter of our personal choice. So think about your current problem. Pause. Pause. Breathe and ask yourself, what's the reality here? Why is this not a problem? And what's good about this? Now, if as a tutor, your problem is that you don't have enough students, that's a real nudge to do some marketing and make sure people know how to find you. It's not a problem because it it's a result of you being in control of your business. It's your empire you're ruling over and that's not a problem that's a good thing it means you don't have a job and a psychopathic boss although popular wisdom has it that if you're self-employed your boss is a psychopath and your employees are lazy work shy little sods now if your problem is that you've got too many students this is a reminder that you're doing great work it's not a problem it just means you there's more demand for you than there is you to go around So the laws of supply and demand might suggest that it's time to increase your rates. That's a great quality problem. If your problem as a tutor is that you have difficult or atypical students, and personally, I love them. I have a deaf student, a blind student, a couple of illiterate students, several dyslexic autistic ADHD students, and one with chronic arthritis and vibration white finger. Well, be grateful for them. The reality is that they're just different people. Why is it not a problem for me? It's because my non-typical students are the gifts. They will make me a better teacher or a coach. And they'll make you a better teacher or your coach. Because where the usual approaches fall short, that's where you and I get to do our magic. It's where we create new methods, new approaches. We play with new ideas. And what's good about this is my non-typical students have grown me as a tutor. They've made me better because I had to get better to help them get better. The students who break them all are the quality problems for you. So be grateful for every single one and seize every opportunity you can to work with people who are a little bit unusual. That sounds like I was having a bit of a rant, but that's how passionately I feel about it. If you promise that that you can't cope with the chaos of your teaching business, then that's pretty cool. The reality is, you've got a teaching business, and you don't have a job you hate. Why is this not a problem? Well, because the the opportunity contained within what you thought was a problem is that you've got control over the business, and what's good about it is it's your business, and you get to say how it all goes down. You're the boss and you get to choose. So if you can't cope with the chaos, build systems or hire people who can cope for you. Now, a common thing that I find amongst my tutoring friends is they're not hitting their target income level. So the reality is this. If you don't have a target income level, and you should have one, right? Make one. And then you can look at where you are relative to where you think you should be now that's good because if you're not hitting the target you've woken up to the situation now you can do something about it now instead of discovering it months or years down the line when it's become a major crisis you can market yourself advertise raise your rates work more hours whatever it is that you want to do to hit that target level that you've decided for yourself So what I'm really saying is that whatever your so-called problem is, the chances are that by asking yourself, number one, what's the reality here? Number two, why is this not a problem? And three, what's good about this? Then your so-called problem will probably slink away and be changed into something different and something better. One more example here is my biggest guitar teaching problem right now is that I'm booked solid and it's difficult to find teaching slots for new students. But I'll still take inquiries and I'll keep on marketing myself to make sure there's a steady stream of people who want to work with me. The problem is fitting them all in. My schedule's already booked solid, and I can't really work more than my limited hours during the week. Now, that's a problem, but it's a really great problem to have. And I say this not to brag, but to point out that if your mind can't control your perspective, it can make a problem out of everything and anything if you let it. Having too many students and having more people who want to work with you than you can fit in is a bloody great problem to have. Uh, My solution to that is to being oversubscribed is to have a standby list so I can send a quick text message of any available open slots to my standbys who can grab them on a first come first serve basis. They can cover my last minute cancellations, in which case I get paid twice, which is a really nice problem to have, Fill in any voids left by holidays and sicknesses. And it transforms the problem into an opportunity, which is win-win. The voids get filled, the students learn, and I get paid double my usual rate. See what I mean about it being a quality problem? Now, what I reckon is this, whatever your problem is, it's just a set of facts and circumstances. And by questioning whether it's a problem at all, you can almost always reveal the opportunity contained within it. Now, if, like me, you're in business for yourself, then all your problems are opportunities because you're in charge. You are responsible. That means you're able to respond. It doesn't mean that it's all your fault. And you decide how it all goes down. It's all your choice. And having freedom to choose is a quality problem, isn't it? So whatever problems run up and bite you in the arse, just pause, breathe, put the kettle on and ask yourself, what's the reality here? Why is this not a problem? And what's good about this? and then watch your so-called problems transform into opportunities. Let me know how you get on with this, because I've always found this a massively helpful process for me in my personal life, in my business life. It's life-changing, having that ability to shift perspective. I hope it helps you as much as it's helped me over the years. So get in touch and let me know how you get on. If you've got Anything to add to that or comment on the debate, let me know, because I'm here to learn as well as talk, and I'm interested in how other people make their tutoring and coaching business work for them. So since I don't have all the answers, send me your answers. What works for you might work for me, and I can pass it on to other people. Get in touch. It's info at neilcaromedow.com. Follow me on Twitter, where I am, at Podcast. And hit the subscribe button for the Tutor Podcast so you automatically get the latest updates as soon as they're live. Right, we'd better wrap it up for the day. But join me next time on the Tutor Podcast where it's all about how to start, grow and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day.